0: We're going to open up by going to Joshua chapter 8, verses 30 through 35. I hope that you do take this message with you home, every person, every man, every woman, every little bitty child, every teenager, that you would take it with you home and meditate upon it and, as Brother TJ preached um, a couple of Sabbaths ago, not just be a hearer of the Word, but also be a doer of the Word. We want to make a renewed commitment to Yahweh's word today and to our prayer life, and that's what's on my heart and my spirit today. Joshua chapter 8, 30 through 35. It says, At that time, Joshua built an altar on Mount Ebal to Yahweh, the Elohim of Israel, just as Moses, Yahweh's servant, had commanded the Israelites. He built it according to what is written in the book of the law of Moses an altar of uncut stones on which no iron tool has been used. Then they offered burnt offerings to Yahweh and sacrificed fellowship offerings on it. There on the stones Joshua copied the law of Moses, which he had written in the presence of the Israelites. All Israel, foreigner and citizen alike, with their elders, officers, and judges, stood on either side of the ark of Yahweh's covenant, facing the Levitical priests who carried it. As Moses, Yahweh's servant, had commanded earlier, half of them were in front of Mount Gerizim and half in front of Mount Ebal to bless the people of Israel. Afterwards, Joshua read aloud all the words of the law, the blessings as well as the curses, according to all that is written in the book of the law. There was not a word of all that Moses had commanded that Joshua did not read before the entire assembly of Israel, including the women little children, and foreigners who were with them. May Yahweh bless His Word to our hearts today. I remember when I was a little boy growing up in church. That's all I ever remember ever since I was in diapers. My mother told me that as her and my dad traveled around with a tent evangelist and were ministers of music, that I think I was six months old when we went to Canada for a revival one time. And I don't remember it, but that's all I ever know. Growing up in church, sleeping under the pew when I got tired, if we had a late service at night, listening to my dad sing, listening to my mom sing, listening to my dad preach, listening to my uncles preach. That's all I've ever known. I'm thankful for that good foundation that I had. I'm thankful that Yahweh in His goodness and in His greatness and His graciousness blessed me with Christian parents. And I remember in children's church and what we would call Sunday school, we would sing a little song. We sung many songs. I didn't understand them as well as I do now. But we would sing a song, and it went like this, and some of you probably know it, and we would sing, Read your Bible, pray every day, pray every day, pray every day. Read your Bible, pray every day, and you'll grow, grow, grow. And we would do like this. We'd say, and you'll grow, grow, grow. And we'd try to get as high as we could. And you'll grow, grow, grow. Read your Bible, pray every day, and you'll grow, grow, grow. And then we would say, forget your Bible, forget to pray, and you'll shrink, shrink, shrink. And we would have fun when we'd do it because we were little kids and we'd say, you can get down furthest to the ground, the shrink, and see you could be the tallest when we would grow. But that's something that was instilled in me as a little child. It's something that sometimes in my walk as a believer I have done. And every time that I have read my Bible and prayed every day, I have saw Christian growth, spiritual growth in my life. But I have to tell you that there's been times in my Christian walk, I'm 33 years old now, there's been times, even recently, where I've forgotten my Bible reading And forgotten to pray every day. And you know what happens? I do not feel as spiritual. I do not feel as tall. I actually feel like I'm shrinking, shrinking, shrinking. It's amazing how much truth there is in that little children's song. I never knew how true that song was though until I became an adult. And I realize now that when we skip even one day of Bible reading and prayer, we do not grow but we shrink, even one day. And skipping one day makes it easier to skip another day. And skipping two days makes it easier to skip four, and then eight, and then 16, so forth and so on. And we can always come up with an excuse. We can always make it sound good. Well, I didn't have enough time today. I had to run that errand today. I'll make up for it tomorrow. I'll read extra tomorrow. I'll just make up for it then. I'm strong enough. I'm spiritual enough. I don't need to read. I know enough. I don't need to read. I'm already spiritual. I already know a lot. So I can skip a day or two. It won't matter. We can come up with all those excuses, can't we? But that's all that they are. It's their excuses. And when you don't read your Bible every day and pray every day, you get further and further and further away from Yahweh. And you get less and less spiritual. And I want you to know that I'm not just preaching to everybody that's hearing me. Everything's coming right back at Brother Matthew today. I'm preaching just as much to Brother Matthew as I am to everybody in here and also on the phone ministry. And who may hear this lesson later on down the line. I need to hear myself say this. Read your Bible every day, Matthew. Pray every day, Matthew. Because I want to grow. I want to become more strong in Yahweh. I don't want to become weaker in Yahweh. I want to become more strong, more on fire for Yahweh. And when I wake up every morning, I don't always feel as spiritual as I do the mornings that I wake up feeling like a spiritual giant. Some days I wake up and I feel like a Moses. I feel like bring it on. It don't matter what kind of demon activity or carnal person is going to talk to me. I'm ready to take them on and they better watch out what they say to me. Some days days I feel like that. Some days I don't feel like getting out of bed. Some days I don't want to face daily activity. I have ups and downs and I think that if you're honest that you'll say that too. Maybe your downs are not as far as my downs or your ups may not be as high as my ups or maybe they're further down and further up. But you have up days and you have down days. You have days where you feel on a spiritual mountain and you have days where you feel like you're in the deepest, darkest pit or well like when Joseph was thrown in by his brothers. You have both of those days. I want to have the days more of them where I feel strong. I'm going to tell you how to do that. It's not complicated. Read your Bible every day and pray every day. Martin Luther, uh, 16th century A.D. reformer, I don't agree with everything on, but I agree with this quote. He said this one time. He said, I have so much to get accomplished today and so much to do today that I think I'll spend the first three hours in prayer." And that's because he knew knew that he had to give it over to Father Yahweh. And praying brings forth the strength that we need. Far too often I don't read the scriptures or pray to my Heavenly Father. Sometimes it's because I feel like I've got enough head knowledge to get me through a day or two. By Yahweh's grace, I do have a lot of biblical knowledge. I don't speak that in a boastful way, but I've Study the Bible. I've learned a lot over the years. I have a lot of knowledge. Do you know what? That doesn't excuse me from reading and praying. No matter how wise we get in the Bible, we need to read the Bible every day and pray every day. And I'm talking to myself when I say this next thing, and I may be talking to you. I don't know. I'm not necessarily even talking about studying. I study the Bible more than I read it. And you should study the Bible in depth. That's how you learn. I'm just talking about reading. And don't think that you have to get a Bible program. I'm not against a Bible program where you read so many chapters every day. Don't think that you have to get one of those. I think a lot of times when we think, well, we got to read five or six chapters today or ten chapters today, we try to cram all that in, and we don't remember any of it. Yeah. If it's just a block of verses that you read, and you read them in the morning, and then you come back at lunch, and you read them the same verses again at lunch and then at dinner, You read the same verses again and you may get more out of reading those ten verses than trying to cram in those five chapters in your Bible reading program. But you need to read your Bible every day and you're going to feel stronger. You're going to feel more powerful spiritually and pray every day. I've been meaning to do something for a long time and I did it for a while and I've gotten out of the habit of doing it. But I want this message to be a renewed commitment to Brother Matthew and to this congregation. Renew your commitment tonight to Yahweh's law and His word and to read it and to pray to Him and ask for strength, let your requests be made known unto Him and thank Him every single day of your life. Because that's the way that we're going to get through this life victoriously. I'm telling you, these are two simple steps seemingly but so profound, so important. Let me get back to what I was going to say. I used to have an alarm set on my phone where that every morning... During when, from what I've studied, the morning sacrifice used to be offered and then every evening between the evenings and the afternoon when the evening sacrifice was offered, I had an alarm go off on my phone both times where when that alarm went off, no matter what I was doing, I would stop anything and I would pray. In the afternoon it would go off again. I would stop and I would pray. Sometimes it would be a five-minute prayer. Sometimes it would be a 10 or 15-minute prayer. I might be in the middle of pumping a septic tank I might be in the middle of talking to my child. I might be in the middle of a phone call. But I would stop what I was doing and say, look, it's time to pray. I want to get back to doing that. I want to be a Daniel, right? We used to sing another song, dare to be a Daniel, dare to stand alone. Well, Daniel would pray three times every day in a foreign land named Babylon. Daniel would pray. and He would face Jerusalem, the city of Yahweh. We can't get to where we feel like we've got enough knowledge so we don't need to read. We've got to read. We can't get to where we feel like we've already got the best relationship with Yahweh. We've got to pray. We've got to pray. What happens is when we do not do these two things, we gradually decline in faith and in practice. When I mean faith, I mean what you believe in, what you stand for. When you do not read your Bible and pray every day, you gradually decline in faith. You don't believe in Yahweh as much and you don't believe the promises that Yahweh made as much. Why? Because you're not reading them on a daily basis in His Word. And when you do not communicate with the Father, and it doesn't have to be anything fancy. You just talk to Him. I talk to Yahweh like I would have a conversation with my earthly dad. And I just let Him know my heart. He knows what you have need of even before you ask it. So just go to Him and talk to Him. And sometimes you'll smile when you talk. Sometimes you'll cry when you talk to Him. But He's a Father and He's there to listen to His children when you come to Him in prayer. These are things that you've got to do. You don't want that gradual decline to take place. You'll find yourself doubting things that you once stood strongly for and you'll find yourself believing things that you once did not believe or not believing things that you once did when you don't have daily Bible reading and prayer. You know, it's amazing nowadays how we think that Google has all the answers. I've got an app on my phone called the Google App. If you got a question, you hit the button, you say this, how many miles is it from Earth to the moon? Boom, it tells you how many miles is it from Earth to the moon, right? <laughs> it's amazing what that Google App will tell you. And we think Google has all the answers, even for biblical things. But let me tell you something. You can Google any subject in the Bible and you can pull up articles online that prove, quote unquote, any position or anything anybody says. You can pull up an article that teaches to use Yahweh's name and you can pull up an article that teaches you don't need to use Yahweh's name. And if you want to try to just prove your point for the sake of being right, you can Google it, print the article off, and say, look, this is why I don't use Yahweh's name, or this is why I do use Yahweh's name, that's not going to cut it. And Yahweh knows that when you have that type of mentality or that type of faith, it's no faith at all. You've not spent time Bible reading and Bible studying. It's the same thing for keeping or not keeping the Sabbath. You can find all kinds of sorts of things online. It's the same thing for pro-virgin birth or anti-virgin birth. You can find both things online. I've seen people who do not study and they think they figure everything out by Googling an article and then sending it to me that goes in favor of their position. They put in an hour or maybe 30 minutes, and by George, they've got the truth on the world now because they pull off that article. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about daily Bible reading, daily Bible study, daily prayer, meditation to the Father. Whatever happened to diligent Bible reading and study? Happened to researching something over a period of several months or even a year. You know, I think our fast-paced, fast-food, have-it-now, have-it-your-way society has led to a lot of this nonsense, and it's spilled over into religion when it should have no place in how we determine the truth. Our truths should be anchored in this book. This is truth. This is where we find our answers to Everything. And this is where we must go daily to see if things are so. Acts chapter 17. You can turn with me there if you'd like. I've got a couple of verses I'd like to read. Acts chapter 17, verses 10 through 11. It says this. I'll let you get there. I'm going to look at this verse and another one as well. Acts 17, 10. As soon as it was night, the brothers sent Paul and Silas off to Berea. On arrival, they went into the synagogue of the Judahites. The people here were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica. And then it tells you how. Since they welcomed the message with eagerness and examined the Scriptures daily to see if these things were so. Daily. Daily. Far too often, I'm so afraid that people only open up their Bible at church. Far too often, I'm afraid that people only pray at church. The Bereans were praised. Number one, because they received what Paul and company was preaching, and they received it with great eagerness. I preached to one sister before. It was a group of people, but one sister, and she looked like she was going to fall off of the chair. She was so eager to hear what I was saying. (laughs) I'll never forget that. I can see it in my eyes right now. And it was like, and you know what? That eagerness was pulling it out of me too, man. I just felt like giving it out more and more because there was eagerness there. I'm not just speaking about when I preach, but when you hear any minister of Yahweh, any true minister, preach the Word. Are you eager to hear what He has to say? Are your ears open? You know, as we've been hearing a lot, we can't just be hearers, but we've got to be doers of the Word, right? But we have to be hearers, amen? You've got to hear it first before you can do it. And if you're not eager and listening to what the Word is teaching, you'll never be able to do it because you won't know what to do. So you've got to hear it first. And that means you need to be eager to listen. So when I teach tonight that you need to Bible read and pray every day, first hear that and then take it home and say, my commitment is renewed. You know, I've been slacking off and I'm going to do that every day. Or maybe you already do that every day. Commit again. I'm going to keep doing it every day because I want to grow. I don't want to shrink. The Bereans, they receive the message with eagerness And then they examined the Scriptures daily, daily, not weekly, not monthly, not just on Sabbath, not just on New Moon, not just at the set feast. Daily they examined the Scriptures to see if the things that Paul said was so. And let me remind you that the Scriptures that they examined was the Old Testament. The Old Testament is the foundation of our belief system. Because when this book right here, Acts, was written by Dr. Luke, There was no New Testament canon at the time. This was written before A.D. 70. The canon of the New Testament hadn't been formed. When the Bereans would search the Scriptures, they would search the Tanakh, the Old Testament, the law, the prophets, and the writings to see if the things that Paul said was so. That should tell us that we should be searching the Old Testament and relying on what it teaches. 2 Timothy chapter 3, one more text. 2 Timothy chapter 3 probably know this one maybe you don't it's going to be good either way 2nd Timothy chapter 3 verse 14 Paul writes to young Timothy younger Timothy and he says Timothy but as for you continue in what you have learned and firmly believed knowing those from whom you learned and that from childhood You have known the sacred scriptures. Once again, this is talking about the Old Testament. When Timothy was a child, the only scriptures that existed was the the Tanakh, what we call the Old Testament. And he says, continue in that, what you've learned. And Timothy learned it from his mother and his grandmother who were faithful women of Yahweh that would teach him the, the scriptures, the Old Testament scriptures. He says, continue in it, what you firmly believed. From childhood, you've known the sacred scriptures which are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in the Messiah Yeshua. All Scripture is inspired by Elohim and is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, and for training in righteousness. You want to be trained in righteousness? Read the Scriptures. Verse 17, So that the man of Elohim may be complete. Equipped for every good work. There's not a good work that you need to be equipped for that you won't find the answer to in this book. You're going to find the answer to every good work that you need that's essential for you in the Scriptures. It makes the man of Elohim complete, not partial, not 99%. It teaches you everything you need to know for faith and practice that is essential to your well-being as a Christian, but we won't know it, will we, if we don't read it? We won't know it. I'm certainly not saying that I'm the best at Bible reading and prayer. That's not my sermon today. I'm not the best at at fasting either, but fasting also is another element in our growth. We need to fast more. When I say fast, I'm talking primarily about not eating. Fast a day a week. I want a three day fast every month. I'm planning on another juice fast soon. It won't be forty days this time, right? But we're going to do a juice fast and and, and whoever wants to jump on that can jump on that. It's good for you. Physically, but also spiritually. Psalm thirty five, verse thirteen, I think, somewhere around there. I might be wrong on the verse, but I know it's chapter thirty five. David says, I humbled myself and I fasted, and prayer came back. Prayer was genuine. It was it was forthright. So if you may have some trouble praying, try fast a little bit. and It will open up those prayer waves. You've heard of the airwaves. We want to open up the prayer waves, right? Amen. So I'm not the best at these things, but I do know that we have to read our Bible. That's what Joshua did in Joshua 8. That's the text we opened up with. He wrote it all there on them stones that Moses had commanded. And then he read it out loud, not just to the men, but also to the women and to the children. He read it out loud. Life goes way, way better when you read your Bible and pray every day. Your struggles don't seem as heavy. Your problems don't get you as weary. But you've got to put the effort in. Yahweh's promises are there. And He keeps His promises. I don't like to use the word obligated too because I don't like to say that Yahweh's obligated at me for anything. But this is what I do say. He's faithful. He's faithful. And he keeps his promises. And he says, Matthew, if you do this, I will do this. Hallelujah. Now that's conditional. There's some promises that are what's called unilateral, that he will do no matter what his people do. But there's others that are conditional. And I think this one is one of those. If you read your Bible every day and you pray every day, you will grow and you will feel stronger. And you'll feel like Yahweh is more on your side. And you know why? Because He will be nearer to you when you don't forget Him. His promises are faithful and true. So don't delay. If you've not been putting these to practice every day, you begin to do so and renew that commitment to Yahweh today. Do not delay. Yahweh will be pleased and you will not regret the good fruit that it's going to bear in your life. Things will seem a lot easier, simpler, and more steadfast in your walk day by day by day. Let's stand and close in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I love you, I praise you, and I thank you. Father, forgive me of my debts. Father, as I forgive those who are debtors against me. Father Yahweh, lead me not into temptation. Father, I glorify and sanctify your holy name. I pray that your kingdom would come here in the earth as it already is in heaven. Father Yahweh, I pray that You'd bless us each day with that which we need physically and spiritually. And Father, I do pray that You'd lead us not into temptation, but You'd deliver us from the evil one. Father, I know that You're sovereign and You're powerful, and You've got everything worked out for Your plans and Your purposes. And when it seems like everything's going to hell, Father, if we who are called by Your name will continuously humble ourselves, pray, seek Your face, and turn from our wicked ways, Father, you will help us as individuals and you'll help us when we do that in our families. And Father, as we outbranch that, you'll continue to help and heal cities and counties and states and even nations. So Father Yahweh, I think that sometimes we get ahead of ourselves and we forget how that you have taught us in your word simple things to do. And we say, no, it's too simple. It's got to be more complicated. Father, I believe, help my unbelief. I know what you've said in your words, simple things like marching around walls, putting a rod into a river, Bible reading and praying every day. We don't think these things are miraculous, but these are the ways that you choose to confound the wisdom of the world. Father Yahweh, I pray for this congregation that we would be avid Bible readers and prayers to you. Father Yahweh, and I'm preaching to me, starting with me. Father, let me set a good example to do that. Father, may you be praised and your name be praised and hallowed and honored as holy. And I pray all these things to your Son at your right hand. Amen. we bless you.